you can't really call Google on a free Gmail account if you're having trouble. Kind of just got to, you just got to kind of figure it out. Whereas with, with Google Workspace with the, on the business side, um, you can call a partner, you know, like myself, or you could even you know, reach out to Google if you're having a specific problem. If you're a natural-born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts, and I'm super excited today because I get to hang out with one of my favorite people on earth. Travis Schumacher. And it's not just because he's really smart. It's also because he's my brother. So I invited Travis here to talk with you guys today because he knows all about Google Workspace. And I have people ask me about Google Workspace all the time because they're looking for an email solution that will allow them to have a professional email. And then I send them over to Travis because I don't know everything about it. Because even though I build websites, that doesn't mean I know anything about your email. Like, really? <laughs> so, Travis, why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling us about your business? All right, Monica, thanks for, thanks for inviting me to hang out virtually. Um, yes. <laughs> obviously, my name is Travis uh, Schumacher. I'm, uh, I'm general manager over at Tranquility Internet, and we're an internet provider. We do, um, so we get people internet, you know, at their home or their business. We also help them um, with email services like Google Workspace um, and basically helping them communicate on the internet, you know, getting to the internet. That, that's kind of our specialty. So um, we've been a Google partner for 10 plus years. So um, we, we definitely uh, know, know what's going on there. So, so where are you guys located? We're, we're here in Columbia, Missouri, uh, the, whole, the heart, of, heart of Missouri in good old Como, so. <laughs> yeah, and you're like right downtown too, so that's kind of fun. Yep, um, right across. But you, for this type of a service, for Google Workspace, you can work with people anywhere, right? It's not just in Columbia, Missouri, because it's a hosted service out online. Correct, yep. We can pretty much help folks anywhere. So I thought maybe we would start out by just explaining what Google Workspace is, because, I mean, not everybody knows. I, mean, I feel like everybody has heard of Gmail, right? Can we all agree that everybody knows what Gmail is? You think yes? Yep, yep, I think so. Yeah. So what the heck is Google Workspace then? Google Workspace is essentially Google's business, you know, email platform. Um, it's kind of like um, Gmail on steroids. Right. Um, they, there's a lot more stuff with it and you can actually control a lot more stuff. So you can dictate what people apps, people have access to, you know, calendar, um, docs, you know, all, all sorts of stuff, even restoring their email. If someone goes and deletes a bunch of stuff. So it gives you more control to your, to your email, um, as a business. And it's their, basically it's their business, business product. 
but it's a lot more than just email. Like I heard you mention the Google Docs and you have Google Drive, which that's like file storage, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. There's and, a ton of ton of core apps. I mean, there's Gmail, you know, as part of its of Google Workspace. There's Google Drive where you can store files. There's Calendar where you can have your calendar invites. There's Meet where you can have virtual meetings. Um, there's data retention. You can even manage devices, remote wipe. I mean, there's tons of stuff that uh, a lot of folks don't even know is there, but it, but it's in there. It's I all didn't, it's set up. I didn't know that. I actually, I, if I'm being honest, I don't even know what remote wipe means. And I don't even, I don't even tell me, don't even tell me. It might make my head explode. Okay. (laughs) Don't even tell me. Um, so are there any other products like Google workspace out there that people might compare it to that they might know exist? Yeah. The biggest one is, um, probably office 365. That's Microsoft's, um, business email communication suite, you know, where they have, you know, outlook, um, you know, for, for email, they have word and Excel and PowerPoint and OneDrive. you know, um, Microsoft teams for, for collaboration, you know, uh, web meetings. Uh, so that's kind of there, they go Google and Microsoft go head to head, you know, with those two, those two product lines, the office 365 and Google workspace. I feel like one <clears throat> of the main reasons that, we moved over to Google Workspace as a company was because we needed to be able to share all of our files back and forth with each other and not be just creating files on repeat over and over and over again. Because back in the day, you had a Word doc and then you emailed it to somebody and then they Mm -hmm. put their revisions in it and then they emailed it back to you and then you saved it. So you have two versions and then back and forth and back and forth. And it was just it was a mess. Like you never knew what was what and which one you needed to be working in. And so I feel like using a product like Google Workspace can allow teams to collaborate a lot easier, especially in this day and age where not everybody is sitting in the same room anymore. Right. No, totally. Okay. So I know, so we, we already discussed, we think we know everybody knows what Gmail is. And there's a free Gmail though. So the, just Google Workspace isn't necessarily like the free version of Gmail. So what's the difference between the free version of Gmail and the Gmail that comes inside of Google Workspace? Um, I'd say there's there's three things. Um, uh, the first thing is with the, the very, I guess the most important thing is the free version of Gmail you have to use gmail.com, you know, as, as the email address with Google workspace, you can have, you know, your name at your business or at your domain.com. Okay. So that man, that's one of the biggest things you can't do that with a personal, you know, Gmail account. You can't have that professional looking email address, um, with, uh, with, with Gmail. Okay. Um, the next thing is ads. Um, obviously you see some ads on the right hand side, you know, with, within Gmail when you're working or, or you are the calendar or whichever, whatever app you're using. And so you can see those ads and stuff, you know, on that, on that one side, they're trying to, you know, advertise things to you. Um, and then the, the, the last thing is, you know, support. Um, you can't really call Google on a free Gmail account. If you're having trouble, kind of just really? got to, you just got to kind of figure it out 
Whereas with, with Google workspace, with the, on the business side, um, you can call a partner, you know, like myself, or you could even you know, reach out to Google if you're having a specific problem. So it's, it's a paid service so you can get, you know, actual support. So those, those, those three things, you know, again, it's your professional email address, not just a Gmail, you know, no ads, and then you can actually get support. So if you have the free Gmail account, I do like, okay, so I'm asking this question because I really don't know because I've had the paid account for so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've literally used them forever. Um, if you have the free account, do you have access to all the other apps? Uh, do you get Google Docs and Google Sheets and that kind of stuff? Or are they not there for you? Um, majority of them are there. Um, and they're tied to your specific um, uh, user, your, your Gmail user. Um, you can't really control... Um, so if you have a, uh, several employees and they all have free Gmail accounts, right, you can't really control or dictate what happens in those accounts because those are theirs. On the paid side, yeah, you know, as, if you have a Google Workspace account, you can lock those accounts out. You can um, change passwords on them. Uh, you, you just have you have more control than, than just the free account. You can pretty much access you can even control which apps you want your, your users to have access to. So if you don't want them to create any YouTube channel, you know, on their personal account, that's trying to talk about your business, you can, you know, you know, shut, shut that down. And they only certain people, you're only your marketing team could have access to say your YouTube uh, channel. We learned this the hard way once upon a time, because before Google workspace came about, we had one of our, new and extremely articulate designers create like user guides for each new thing that she learned in our company. And they were all saved underneath her account. And then when she left, we closed her account and we created a new account for the new person. These were paid Gmail accounts. They just weren't all within Google Workspace together with our company. So we didn't roll it over to another person and we lost all of the user guides that she made. And it was so sad it was so sad it was awful and i don't know if we ever remade them that's a terrible thing to admit but like that's what can happen whenever you have those individual gmail accounts so another question that i have for you is so we have the shared drive is that mm -hmm. normal because uh, so one of the challenges that we were having is that people would make their files but then only they had access to that file unless they shared it with all the other team members. And now we have our shared drives, which means that everyone underneath the makecreate.com domain who has access to Google Workspace can get to all the things in the shared drive and you don't have to share it with everybody. Mm -hmm. Did I say that clearly enough? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, so, so is that normal? Is that in the normal? Is Or do we have something special? There. So there's there's four different tiers of Google workspace. You know, there's the, um, let me get the, there's the starter, I believe, uh, the standard and then the plus. Okay. So the starter, you just, you don't have access to, you know, the shared drive, you know, functionality, you have to, you know, upgrade to the, the standard version, um, or, or the plus version to have access to that. And what's really cool about that, if you're, if you're needing a file storage, you know, a file type server, you know, those files, if you put them in the shared drive, they're owned by, 
they share drive. They're not owned by an individual. Um, so therefore, if someone leaves, it's like not a big deal. It's, it's still saved and stored on the, the shared drive, not the individual. So that's, that's what we needed. <laughs> <laughs> right. It makes our lives a lot easier. Okay. So I hear that you can sign up for um, Google Workspace for free if you're a nonprofit. Do you know anything about that? You can. They actually have um, some great stuff, uh, some great discounting for nonprofits. Um, I believe, I think they discount up to 70% off the standard pricing. And um, you can have as many users as you want. Um, they have the starter plan, the standard, the plus, you know, and the, the starter plan, you can, you know, have as many users as you want. You don't have to pay for it. Okay. Um, and then they have, uh, a, the standard, which has like the, the, my, the, the, the shared drive, which is like, uh, it looks like they have it discounted to like three bucks a user instead of 12. It's so a pretty, pretty heavy discounting, you know, trying to, trying to give back and help out. Um, they do have some, uh, you have, there's some requirements you have to adhere to in order to, to qualify for, for that kind of stuff. And you have to be a, a 501c3. Um, you know, a, a nonprofit, you have to have that status. And then you, they have a company that you register through called TechSoup, which is kind of a cool company. They sell a lot of discounted hardware, um, you know, from a licensing standpoint. And they, they, I mean, they're, they're a worldwide organization. And so Google uses them to verify that you are a nonprofit. That's one of their ways of easing the burden, I guess, on verifying you are who you say you are. So yes, there are free accounts, which, which are awesome. And, and they're, they're the same as the, the business ones, just discount heavily. So a couple of things that I really do love about Google Workspace for nonprofits is that you can actually embed a Google Drive folder in your WordPress site. So if you have, you can password protect that page and then you can share, say all of your meeting minutes with your board, if you want to, that is super, super handy. And we've done that for a number of our nonprofits that are just looking for a way to easily share files back and forth with one another. And also it is one of the things that I have run into many times as a volunteer or as a board member of a nonprofit is losing process documents. So for example, let's say that you have an event and you only hold it every four years. Well, you have to figure out the process of planning and hosting that event, right? And you're always asking yourself, well, what did, what did the people before me do, right? And, and they saved it someplace on their own computer and you can't find it or you can't find the file folder for it anywhere. And if you save it out in Google Docs, and your organization has their own Google Workspace account, you'll be able to get it. And then you don't have to relearn it every year. And it saves you so much time and energy. So I've seen it solve so many problems for our nonprofits. It's just, it's a really cool service. Okay, so um, let's transition into talking about like, let's say that, you know, like this is the thing, you really want to try Google Workspace for your business or organization. How does that go? Like if you have an existing email account, 
and existing documents, and then you're going to move them over to Google Workspace. Like, what the heck? That seems like a gigantic tech vortex, like some type of black hole for me to fall into. Some, sometimes it can be. <laughs> um, usually there's a there's migration tools um, for, to migrate from, uh, you know, with to migrate your email, to, to suck it all into to the Google Workspace account. Um, there's, there's free tools to do that with there's paid tools. Um, and, you know, typically that process looks like you start it, you know, the, the migration and then it, depending upon how much email you have, some people, um, have a lot, um, you know, several gigs, you know, multiple gigs, hundreds of gigs. Um, and that gets, takes time to migrate to those servers. The nice thing is it's, you know, it's, it's backed up, you know, it's, it's, it's there. You can access it, you know, wherever, um, through, through a webpage, through the, the Gmail interface or the webmail interface. So, um, the migration can take some time and usually there's a couple different parts on typical, um, migrations. It's mail contacts, calendars, and then, um, you know, files, if you're going to migrate, you know, and use their their um google drive the, the file the file server like monica was talking about so um that can take usually i look at that as like hey we're moving um we need to throw out a bunch of stuff we don't want and we're going to kind of reorganize the house we're, we're going to try to put you know label these boxes with your know, kitchen um you know connor's room sarah's room you know, so that when the movers go, they put them in the right rooms. And, <laughs> you know, that's kind of the same process, you know, what I try to go through with our clients when they're migrating, you know, files um, to, to help reorganize. It's like a, a cleaning thing. You can export everything, depending upon what it is, and just carp launch upload. <laughs> um, and just use the search functionality within uh, the, the, the file server. And I mean, it, as long as your, your name, naming convention is something you can search for, you will find it. Otherwise, you may, may be in a box that's behind another box, under a box that you might not find for a little while. So, yeah. One of our clients likened their website rebuild to going into the closets of your house and being forced to sort through every single item and then doing like the most massive spring cleaning like ever. And, and I totally understood that because there, there are so many things that we have and that we create, especially when data is so easy to create that you do. I mean, like, why do we even need it? Like there is on any given day, I could open up my Google drive and see multiple untitled documents. And it's because I just opened up a Google doc, <laughs> took three words worth of notes. So I wouldn't forget them. And then just left it and closed it. And it's not even there. And so <laughs> I know other people are doing the same thing. I could see where it would be really beneficial to have someone take you through that um, emotional process of <laughs> cleaning out <all> your data. <laughs> now, I have a question for you. Um, you're, you. We're talking about how the migration process takes time. Do you keep using your normal email as the information migrates or do you wait or how does that work? Um, typically, 
you know, the files, once you, once you set up, you start with Google workspace, it's pretty much immediately ready, you know, for use after, you know, you've verified it in, in, you know, you know, it's up and going. Um, so as far as when you're transitioning email, um, usually we, we import, uh, we, we do it one of two ways. Um, we either do, you know, basically a hot cut, um, where we send all new mail to Google and then we import the, you know, the, 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 the existing data from a, a previous, you know, email provider. And that way, anything new is coming into the new house. Um, and then everything else just starts, you know, starts coming in, you know, just like, just like the movers, right? They keep bringing in, bringing in, bringing in, and eventually all your data is there once the migration is complete. Um, other times, uh, we will dual deliver email to both places. It'll be going to your old one and then going to your new one. And we'll do that migration. And then most everything's there. It's the same in both places. And then we just stop delivering it to the old one. Okay. So those are typically the two. And depending upon the size of the organization, you know, usually the bigger the organization, um, you know, we'll use that ladder process um, with smaller ones, you know, 10, 15, 20, you know, less than 50, 50 users, we, we probably, you know, and, and also depending upon the nature of the business, um, you know, we would probably just, you know, cut things over and then migrate the mail because it all, we do it on like a Friday and it start being in there. So come Monday, most all your mail is probably going to be there already. So um, that's how the kind of typical migration options and how that, how it usually works. Okay. So when you're explaining all this stuff to me, I'm realizing how I like never did this for myself. Like it was <laughs> totally taken care of for me. And I'm just asking myself, like, how hard is it really to switch from another system to Google workspace, even from maybe the free version of Google to the paid version of Google? Is it something that somebody can do for themselves? Or is it really something that you're like, maybe we should hire someone to do it for you? <laughs> I mean, it kind of depends. You know, usually on the business side, it comes down to one of two things. You either know enough to be dangerous and you kind of want to kind of want to do it yourself. Or you're like, I, I just don't really want to mess with it. I want to, I want to know kind of how it works, but I just want it to be there. I want you to take care of it because I've got other things I need to be doing. Um, you know, to, to operate, run my business, you know, if I'm a Gmail account, you know, they have, if it's going Gmail to Gmail, there is a migration tool within Google workspace that, you know, you can put in your username, you know, your, your password of your existing uh, Gmail account, and it will, you know, suck in that data. It'll, it'll bring in your, your email. Um, I don't know if I, I'll have to double check, but I don't think it, it, uh, it may migrate your contacts and calendars since it's kind of Gmail to Gmail. Um, but I, I know for sure it migrates, you know, the, the email, um, your docs typically won't, you'd have to export those and re-import those. So. I know that with our company, we had, do you guys do all of our emails and mm -hmm. then Stacy took care of most of the docs and we were just moving from a different style of Google account into the workspace when it became available because it wasn't available like it was like it is now mm -hmm. in the past and Stacy took care of 
the migration of all of our files because we really did do a cleaning of house and some right. stuff just like never moved because the amount of data that we create. And I think <laughs> I remember you just being like, Monica, the amount of crap that you guys make on a daily <laughs> basis with these design files is astronomical. Were, <laughs> I think you were grossed out at one point about it, but <laughs> well, file is going to be like multiple megs. It's not like it's tiny. Yeah, it, no, it's not. This is what we do every day. We just make crap. Okay. So um, if somebody did need help with it, is there a way to find somebody in their area or is there a directory that they can go to to find a provider for the transition? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for Google Workspace, um, if you hop on their site, you can look for a, um, you know, I think under the resource section, you can look for Google, you know, partners. Um, we're obviously listed as one of them. Um, and you, you can try to find one in your area, uh, you know, from a, from a migration standpoint. It's, it's nice to work with a partner because you have someone local that you can actually, you know, reach out to and work with. Um, I got a lot of folks that sign up with Google uh, direct and they're like, man, I didn't know I could just sign up through you. And it's the same price. Um, you know, it's why wouldn't I just work with you? Cause I can actually talk to you. Um, you, you speak, you, you, you speak the, the language I, I speak. So, um, you know, getting, getting a partner, I think is, is definitely uh, a, a bit, uh, a big benefit, even if you're a, you, you like doing things yourself. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good place to look, look there and asking other, you know, business owners, if, if they have a, a partner that they work with, um, that they can point you in the right direction. So. And do you guys offer training? Do a lot of the partners offer training? Because I know that there is like an administrative component to it. Mm -hmm. And you've even described it during this podcast about how there's different apps that they have access to and all kinds of different stuff. So do mm -hmm. you do training from like, an? I'm assuming that most Google partners are not training people how to use Gmail. They would be showing you how to administer your accounts, right? Yeah, I mean, there's... Um... So typically what we do when we, when we onboard, you know, we'll do, we'll do some, do migration unless we're just starting fresh. Um, usually do a quick intro um, of the admin panel. So you know what's going on, where things are at, that you know of it. Um, and, and then I, I point you, we, we talk a little bit about the business. What, what tools you think you'd use the most? Some, you know, are like, well, we're going to use the email and the calendar and then the, the meeting functionality. We're not really going to use the, the docs or the drive or anything like that. That's what we're using. So we'd kind of, you know, in the, in the, little, the little onboarding, you know, our session that I usually do, we, we run through those areas and I point them to the um, Google Learning Center. They have a great tool um, where you can see hey, they've got videos. There's a bunch of great content in there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that gets folks started and gets them answering those other questions. Then we can do another follow-up where if we need to do a more specific tailored training, then we can. And we usually just charge it, you know, like an hourly rate for that um, so that they get, you know, the most pertinent content for what they need. Um, but I usually, yes, I, hopefully you do get, whether you, you jump on with me or another partner, that they do give you a general overview of that admin dashboard because there's a lot of power that's that's back there that, that a lot of clients just don't know about. Um, so lots we of stuff to take advantage of. We discover things all the time. I'll be like, mm -hmm. hey, 
what is this? Why is this? And then I'll like Google it and it'll be like, oh, you go into this admin thing. And I'm like, hey, Stacy, can you make this happen in the admin thing? She's like, I don't know. And then she logs in and <laughs> starts digging around in the admin. And it's just, it's kind of fun. We're always finding different things that we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, I, I have to ask you the like burning question of all people who are thinking about buying a service, which is like, if someone were, obviously you can go out and find Google's pricing out on their website because mm-hmm. it's out there and we're not going to quote it here. Cause if it changes and you listen to this podcast and you're going to get the wrong stinking numbers, so we're not doing <laughs> that. But, um, and as Travis mentioned, if you did sign up through a partner, it's the same monthly price most of the time through the partners. So then if they chose to have someone like your company migrate their content or migrate their user, like, is it super expensive or how does that work? Um, it just, it, it probably, it kind of depends on the, the content you're wanting to migrate. Obviously we're just doing some basic, you know, some email, it's not going to be as, as heavy hand, um, heavy lifting as, you know, migrating and importing, you know, two terabytes worth of documents, you know, and helping you structure that. So typically, (laughs) typically you'll see, you know, for, for data migration, um, you know, anywhere from like, uh, I'd say, you know, 20 to, to like 75 bucks, you know, per user to migrate data, you know, probably somewhere in the, in that ballpark. Um, and then for your, your specialty things, like we're migrating all this data, we want to do extra trading, onboarding. Those would kind of be, you know, a case by case basis, you know, quoted out on like a, you know, like a project, you know, type, uh, you know, consulting rate. So that's like usually 20 to $75 per user for like the email kind of data. You're right. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like our, our, our standard is usually um, 25 bucks a user. Um, if we're just migrating email contacts and calendars, if we want to start migrating, you know, drive docs, you know, and helping with all that. Um, if we, if we're just migrating just the user stuff and not creating my shared drives and things like that, you know, usually it's, you know, in that 75 to a hundred dollar a user range. Um, and if we're helping to restructure everything and, and doing all that, then it's more of a project based on the scale of, of, of what, what's needed. So. Man, now I know why I paid you to do it. <laughs> That's super affordable. <laughs> I would not have wanted to do it myself. I'm like, I don't, my theory with outsourcing tasks is that if I'm never going to have to figure out how to do it again, I don't want to figure out how to do it right now. And so I would just rather you do it for me and not even move on because like, when am I going to migrate mail again to my Google workspace account? Anyway, so I guess that's my mentality of it, but yes. Okay. Well, awesome. So before we wrap up this podcast, is there anything else that you feel like people should know about Google workspace? There there's so much, it's so much more than just email in calendar. Um, there's, there's so many more things in the back end of it that, um, that you don't think about. I mean, uh, I can tell you a story. There is a, a contractor, um, electrical, electrical contractor that we were working with. And, um, they, I think they had 20, 20 users or so. And, um, they, they one of their users kind of went, uh, one of their employees kind of went rogue and deleted everything they had been working on for like two weeks. 
and quit. And, you know, in, in his account and they, they were up in arms, they're trying to figure this out. They, they, they couldn't find this data. They were trying to put things back together. And they, they picked up the phone, called and said, Hey, Travis, what, um, is there any way we can recover any of this stuff? And I said, yeah, we I go in there and I click a button and poof, I got the last 30 days. It all comes back in. They're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there. You know? And it's like, uh, there, there's so much stuff in the back, you know, in that content, you know, that, that you're, that you don't know, um, that you could be using to take advantage of, um, that it's just so much more powerful than just email and calendar and storing a few files. So, um, that, that's probably the, you know, that, that's a, a little story I like to share that. Well, and from a technology and a progress, progress, progression perspective, mm-hmm. like one of the things I love about Google Workspace is it integrates with like pretty much anything, especially if you are familiar with Zapier, which will connect two systems, like by clicking buttons, basically. And I, I've integrated it with websites and all kinds of stuff to do like just awesome, almost unimaginable things that you would have at one point had to pay, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to a programmer to do. And now you can do it in a Google Sheet or with Gmail or connecting all of them. And some of it isn't even through like Zapier, Stacy makes it send emails to people when you click a button or automate tasks when you check a box. It's darndest thing. Mm-hmm. It's so fancy. And like I said, it used to be something that you would have to pay a programmer to do. And now you can do it on your own because you have all of these resources at your fingertips. It's so fancy. I mm-hmm. like it. It makes my life better. It really does. And it makes my business run smoother. So I love it. No, all right. Well, Thomas. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If people want to contact you, like if they are like, hey, this dude seems all right. Maybe he should do my Google Workspace stuff. <laughs> How do they find you? They can find us. Um, you know, our website is probably the easiest place, tranquility.net. Um, you know, or you can call, you know, our office. I mean, we're 573-443-3983, you know, is our number. Which is only one digit off from the Humane Society, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you answer the phone there, people would be like, hey, do you have any puppies? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, this is an internet service provider. And then I finally looked up the name for the, or the number for the Humane Society and it's one digit off. Yeah, but you can email us, you know, uh, support at tranquility.net. I mean, you know, any one of those, will they'll definitely get to us. We'd, we'd be happy and love to help you. So. All right, so tranquility.net or support at tranquility.net or 573-443-3983. That's it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening and learning about Google Workspace today. Hopefully, we helped you, well, at least learn something and if not, solve a problem in your business. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned a thing or two, please consider giving us a review because when you review our podcast, it helps us meet more people just like you and help them solve their marketing and technology challenges, which is what Marketing with Purpose is all about, leading with helping people solve their problems. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose.
Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with Purpose.